Hello, and welcome to another episode of Insane Rhetoric. We're so happy to have you here today. We wanted to tell you that we're adding a new day. We'll be coming to you on Wednesday and Friday. We've got so much to talk about that we just didn't have any choice. We had to add a new day. So look for Rewind Wednesdays and Free Fall Fridays as Ronnie and I take to the airwaves with our brand of insanity. Our episode this Wednesday is all about the old guard, Guantanamo Bay, and taxes. What do they have in common? Well, come on. Come on in the Insane Rhetoric and listen in as we discuss this topic this Wednesday. And remember, just sit back and enjoy the ride that is Insane Rhetoric. Good morning, everybody. Good morning. Good morning. How y'all doing this morning? It's 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 insane rhetoric in the house. We hey, insane hey, hey, insane rhetoric. We in, we we in here this morning. We I don't think we know what we talking about this morning though. Once again, we about to leave the runway and we don't have no destination. <laughs> Look, there are no people out there holding the flags, telling us which way to go. We uh, just yeah, we just gonna take. Because so much popped off this weekend. Man, look, I've been hearing about a whole lot of things. What's that man? Okay, so what's that? Maybe today's show is just mishmash. Maybe we just go talk about it. Look, so you know, I don't know about basketball. I stopped watching basketball when Allen Iverson stopped playing basketball. Now, you ain't watched basketball in a long time, then. Okay, so listen. What's this man name everybody mad at right now? Shaq done got out there. <laughs> what? Shaq getting bold. Shaq, I don't know if he getting bold or been bold, but Shaq, Shaq done had something to say to this man that played basketball during the playoffs this weekend. Who are you playing for? The Flyers, I think? Philadelphia? 76ers. Philadelphia 76ers? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Was they in the playoffs this weekend? Yeah, not too long ago, yeah. Okay, so Shaq Shaq said something like he wanted to put he would have knocked the man out in the um, locker room for playing like that or something. Right. I'm, I might need to, what, do I need to Google to make sure yeah, I get the quote wait. right? You might want to Google that. Because <laughs> Because, wait a minute, Shaq, why are you trying to knock somebody out of the locker room and uh, everybody have a bad day sometimes? Sometimes people have a bad week. Some people have a bad month. But, he, come on, man. So, everybody, so I noticed on Twitter. So, I noticed on Twitter this, um, it was like a lot of people talking about this man um that play for Philadelphia. Ben Simmons. Ben okay. Simmons. And they was like so apparently well now that it, the, the weekend has passed apparently this is the inquirer Philadelphia inquirer says that Shaq, Magic and Charles all of them old as dirt. 
even are they even still basketball royalty? I guess they are. I'm not okay, America. Don't get upset with me. I'm not a basketball like I don't. I don't really know how this whole. I don't. I'm not a sports person, so don't get mad at me because I'm asking if they royalty. Because if they royalty, okay, but I just don't know. I seriously yeah, don't know. They are. They are. Okay. So what they, they have to say, it holds weight. Okay. So this. It says Shaq, the headline says Shaq, Magic, and Charles agree Ben Simmons cannot show his face in the Sixers locker room again. So apparently he passed up he passed up an open dunk under the basket with three minutes and twenty nine seconds to play in the game. Is that a thing to pass up an open dunk? Uh yeah. When you when you finna go down into the lane, if you have a clear lane, or even if you don't have a clear lane, you poke it. You go ahead, yig it, you jam it, cause you that's what you that's what you down there do for. You down there to go ahead and put it in the hole. Now, if you don't have a clear lane and you have a lot of opposition that's down there, it may be smart for you to pass it. But nine times out of ten. If you're black, you gonna jam it. Okay, well, apparently this man is he is he is a 30, 30 and a half million all-star point guard. Oh yeah. He should have he should have been poking it. And he refused to take a shot in the fourth quarter of game four, five, six, and seven against the Hawks. <laughs> yeah, he, he should have. He should have poked that. He should, he, so, yeah, yeah. But look, look. This, this is what I'm gonna say. Magic Johnson said it. Apparently, oh, Shaq said if he was in my locker room, I'd have knocked his ass out. Shaq, that's harsh, man. Isn't that harsh? That's like harsh. I was like. That's harsh, man. I mean, I, I mean. I, okay, I okay. I know insane rhetoric fans. I get it. I was on baby, baby daddy. I was saying I wanted to punch a I wanted to punch him in the stoke. But I just said I wanted to. I I was just like it was like a dream sequence. I, but you know what? Like I said, that's like you know. I, come on, now. You know, it's been times where we be on the playground, we be balling, and we doing granted. I ain't making millions of dollars doing that, but granted, like if I don't feel comfortable pulling that shot, I flip it off to somebody else. But now, if it's time to go down there and dunk the ball for real, and I know it ain't nobody that can stop me from going into the hole, I'm gonna go ahead and take it to the hole. But so apparently, so 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 the the author of this particular um article's name is uh, Marcus Hayes okay and he's a writer i guess for the inquirer and so his assessment was his assessment was that Shaquille O'Neal's comment underscores and this is a quote from the article underscores the reality of professional sports when players like Ben Simmons refuse to do their job when they appear fearful of failure it affects the careers of dozens of others 
support staff, coaches, general managers, and of course teammates. Which no, is imagine no, said no. that Ben's days in Philly are over. His teammates and fans will never respect him again. No, not at not at all. Because the, I, I disagree with that. Uh, because you got to think about, like I said, bad days. You sometimes you make poor decisions. You know what I'm saying? And you 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 saying that somebody's career is going to be over for passing the ball when a whole bunch of those old school shooters and people they didn't pass the ball enough okay granted magic johnson was one of the greatest passers in the league he made it look super easy he could run he could pass he could rebound he could shoot barkley was an aggressive man in the paint aggressive big man in the paint yeah you can do all those things you but you think about it when jordan was playing with Scotty and the All-Star team, uh, Scotty, uh, who who you have, Tony Kukoc, you had Steve Kerr. When he came first came into the league, Michael Jordan was pushing and putting up 60 points a game, but guess what was happening? He was losing. The team was losing. Why? Because Mike wanted to shine and get all the points, but they were still losing. When Mike began to pass the ball... <laughs> for a better opportunity, guess what happened? Chicago began to win. Uh, there was a time where Kobe put up so many shots and he was having an off game. And they was like, why is he steady shooting when he when he's missing all these? Because coaches teach you to actually shoot through your problems and play through your problems. So if that's the case, then that man wasn't doing that but what he was taught to do as a young guy and what he felt was beneficial for his team. So I mean I can't I can't knock him for not for for passing the ball off if he didn't want to take a shot. I'm like, come on. But uh, do we know that? Because I cause so uh so earlier well when I you know when all of this was first popping off and the game was over there was some type of um, a quote from him saying from the, this Ben Simmons man. Mm-hmm. Um, he was like he took the he took the credit for it. I mean, like he, he took the, he took the credit for 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 the that, lose of the game. That's that's responsibility. That's responsibility. If if you know it was your fault. And you should have did, or you made a bad decision. The, uh, the best thing you can do is say, "Hey, man, that was my issue." People respect you for it. Like, I don't think that his career is gonna be over as a 76er because people are forgiving quickly, especially when it comes to games. You have a bad game one day, and come the next day, show out. People ain't thinking about that bad game. They, they, it'll be in the back of their head. But they ain't gonna be like, oh, they this dude didn't put up eighty points by himself. Okay, so so here's the why he did it. In the moment, Simmons. Here's a quote from the same article. In truth, Simmons passed up the dunk and passed the ball to Matisse Thibault, 
because Simmons was afraid he'd get fouled, then would have to shoot free throws. And Simmons shot 34.2% from the line so in 12 postseason games this year. So he ain't a good He was scared. He ain't, but this is the thing. He was making a good judgment call because he know he ain't a good free throw percent shooter. That's what that means. Because I don't even think Shaq average uh, free throws when he came into the league was even that. Well, I think they're all about the fear. I think that the, the, these people are talking about the fear he had. Okay. In... Come, on, come on now. We got to be, real. just... we gotta be realistic. Everybody. I don't know about I don't know about basketball. I do you know how long it's been since I watched basketball, so don't you gotta be realistic. Everybody has fear. Everybody. So you everybody is fearful of something. And if you lie and say you're not, you're lying. And if you don't, if you say you you ain't got no fear fear of something, and that's only because of one reason. You ain't you're dead, so you don't have to have no fear of anything. That's how that goes. But everybody fears something. So it, it's just like, like you can fear yourself. You can fear yourself. Think about it. We just had a we just had an episode done on what, what's what's my girl name? Naomi Osaka. She has an anxiety issue. So she pulled out of certain tournaments to make sure that her mental health was together. That's okay, a, but that's okay. A Okay, but listen. That's, that's, that's fair. So if that man was making a quick decision to say, I don't want to get beat up and go to the line because I know I'm going to blow these shots. He was making a quick decision to say, hey, you take that shot and I know you can get that that point off and we can move forward. I think the point is, so I think you just helped the point because... You're correct. I agree that Naomi's fear and affecting her mental health, okay, although her not, although, okay, the similarities in them um, making these decisions from fear and affecting others are the same yet different. Because she is an individual player. She's not playing on a couple's team. She's an individual player. So she's she's taking the bulk of that responsibility on herself. Yes, yes, the promoters and the paparazzi and all these people who would make money off of her don't make money. But there's no corporate structure behind her other than the the nat the tennis league or whatever what they're saying is that as as people who have been in this position before there's a certain amount of non-fear you have to have for the game to just barrel through and make that shot that you think is going to be impossible because you have the lady that's uh, got five kids at home, but the only job she can get is at the stadium. You got all these people that depend on your team to be playing. 
that's what that's what they're talking about that's an extreme because that i mean and and granted you are right that you know you trying to sell tickets granted you are right but that is a extremely extreme point because when you think about that if he would have took the shot and blew the shot they still would have been tripping off of something they still would have been they still would have been like well is is he, he is he worth all the money that they're paying him is he, right. can, can he really hold up under pressure any any way any way it go any way it go you're going to have somebody saying something either positive or negative about you. It don't even matter. Even if he would, matter of fact, did they win that game or do that? I think they lost that game. They lost the game and they got out of the, uh, out of the playoffs. Right. Out of the playoffs. So did the other guy hit the shot? What other guy? The guy that he passed it to. Cause see, this is my thing. The guy that he's supposed to have passed it off to, was that he was supposed shot? to be in a better he was supposed to be in a better uh free thrower right but this is what i'm saying did he pa- why did he pass it off to him to get that shot and and see if he could pull that shot was the game that close where it was a two point or three point difference uh, okay I don't or know. was or was it or was that was that guy see that's what we need to look up we need to look up the stats on that particular game what did they lose by because if he if he lost by Two or three points, I can understand. If you lost by 10, that shot ain't going to make a difference. Well, I guess it was the fact that it was the last game and he had been doing this consistently throughout the last three games. Then my problem with that is, why didn't the coach pull him? Why didn't the coach pull him? Because now, unless you got a, what is it called? Uh, uh, a player-led coach that the player is telling you what he's going to do and not the coach telling what the player should be doing, then I can understand. But if you got a coach-led team, the coach should have poured him out over a week ago if he was doing that bad. I'm just saying. How long? How long? How long has this particular team been together? Do you follow it that close to know, like, during the last draft or whatever? Yeah, I don't. I don't how many drafts has it been that this team has been together? Because, like, that team you're talking about with Chicago, I was still watching it then. Mm-hmm. So that team you're talking about, it took them some time to jail. To jail and Absolutely. like they had to get Dennis Rodman. Then they had to, they had to uh, Scotty and uh, yeah, Mike. Well, mostly Scotty. Mostly yeah. Scotty had to like keep up with Dennis Rodman and keep up with Jordan. Like him and Jordan was cool, but and him and Scotty was cool, but Jordan would get mad at at uh Rodman. Rodman. Uh huh. Cause he was jerking around yeah, all but, time, and that, but, not you know, kind of the same thing. Like you know, like yeah. come on, like I'm giving my hundred percent. How come you can't give yours? Why you miss? They didn't like. They didn't like that particular team. Just didn't like. Didn't like Rodman for his antics at the time that he was playing. He was the number one rebounder in the league. But it took him a while to actually get there. It. T- I mean, 
let's put it like this. It took him a while to actually do his. No, no, I watched it. Listen, I watched the documentary on it. And Rodman said this himself. Okay. So, told you. I know you know. I know I don't know basketball, but don't just listen. I did watch the documentary. Okay. And it was a Michael Jordan documentary, and they, they was uh interviewing like Scottie Pippen and all these people. Played the last dance. Uh-huh, I know the documentary. Okay, go back and look at it, because he said, you know, like he, he wasn't in the right place. He was doing all this stuff. Like he was doing how he do. He laughed and stuff. And he was like, yeah, I wasn't really doing what I like. And he was feeling out of place because the other two was real close. Like, it was a lot of other stuff going on. I watched it. I know what you're Okay, well, then why are you looking at me like you? Because I'm just simply saying is, it like, we're saying the same thing. It takes any one person to develop into anything. You know what I'm saying? Success for anybody just doesn't come overnight. Something you got to work at that. So, yeah, granted, the Chicago team had to work at that. I don't know how long Ben Simmons been in, in at the 76ers. You know what I'm saying? Nine times out of ten, there's probably been maybe three or five years at the most before. Is he supposed to be like the Jordan of the team right now? I like, really, like I said, I can't knock that man. I ain't really heard him as a highlighted name like Steph Curry. You know, everybody knows who Steph Curry is. Right, right. That's what I'm trying to figure out. I don't know if Ben Simmons is supposed to be like that because I I, I just don't follow basketball like that anymore. So, I mean, uh, I don't know. I don't know if he's supposed to be a household name like Michael Jordan and Dennis Rodman and all the greats, Magic Johnson, Isaiah Thomas and all them guys. I don't know. (laughs) Yeah. Because that would weigh in, too. You know, like, as to um, you know, like, his courage and all of that kind of stuff. Like, if he kind of a a relatively new player, I don't know. I I don't know. I'm just asking. What a lot of people don't understand, everybody is not a freaking leader. When Kobe came out of high out of high school, I think he was the last person drafted out of high school. He was so cold. So was he, LeBron? Wasn't LeBron James drafted out of high school? He might have been. Maybe okay. he has one. But I know they don't do that. Anymore. They don't draft you out of high school no more. Uh, so what I'm saying is, is like being a leader is not given to everybody well even mike had to grow to be the leader because at first he was just being a high shot yeah yeah so i mean it's not given to everybody so when you try to catapult somebody into something because you see a great skill in them it doesn't mean that they have the ability to lead everybody that's around them you know what i'm saying if you got a whole bunch of Chiefs and no Indians ain't nothing gonna get done. Mm-hmm. So I mean, first of all, the 76ers. Who was their mainstream player? All right, is he is he it? Because if he's the point guard, point guards carry the ball, they hold the ball, they do what they they move, they press the court. So if he's the point guard, then he's supposed to be set up as the leader. That's 
just what it is. So do we agree or we disagree with Shaq and, and the, the basketball gods? Do we? Like, I, I, I agree. It depending on who the dude is. I don't know what his position is. I disagree that Shaq should have said what he said about the man. Because, like I say, everybody, everybody has that issue with uh, different things that they struggle with in life and decision making and whatever the case may be. I don't know. I'm just I. I don't think Shaq should have said, "Man, I'm gonna beat the man." <laughs> I hit him. I would have. <laughs> if he was in my locker room, yeah. I'm I would... Come on, Shaq. You we know <laughs> better intention that you know we know. Because Shaq is a good dude, you know what I'm saying? Right. You know, he, he helps a lot of people. So, but he was just mad, huh? Yeah, I think so. You know what I'm saying? Because, like I say, when it's something that you're passionate about and that it's you done done for years, you understand the logistics. Because he it. don't own that team, does he? 76ers? Does Shaq that, own that team? Not that I know of. Oh, okay. I was just asking. If I'm, if I'm not, if I'm being uh, correct, I think that a year ago, the 76ers was owned by the white man that said a racial slur. We had to go back Oops. and research it. We had, that he said a racial slur about Negroes. Oh, okay. And they banned him for being the coach. I mean, the owner at the time. Oh, wow. And he couldn't show up to none of the meetings as the owner. So okay. if that's if that's the same team that was in the news, might I think it might have been maybe three years ago. They just coming back together as an organization. Oh, and then they, they so they they like being a new team then. So yeah. what? I got a question. I won't won't talk about that tomorrow. I got a question. What up? So, you know, Voldemort. <laughs> okay our former president he who shall not be named so apparently it was reported that this, this was reported this weekend too wait a minute so when COVID first popped off you know back when they were saying it was only in China like January February mm-hmm last year so apparently our president was you know in the situation room and they debriefing him on this and he was like (laughs) wait a minute okay so his question to the people in the situation room was quote don't we have an island that we own and what about Guantanamo? So the question was that because what he they were trying to figure out what to do with people who had COVID and were coming back into the country. And he was like, he also quote said, we import goods. We are not going to import a virus. So you want to went to Guantanamo Bay? Stay there. Yeah, he want to put people in Guantanamo Bay. So, but with the international killers. 
Like for those who don't know, Guantanamo Bay is a military facility that houses high-end terrorists. So you're going to put somebody that's coming across the border that's trying to get into the country or whatever from coming into the country and detain them because they got COVID in Guantanamo. Guantanamo Bay. Yeah. Yeah. look you know what what's interesting to me as far as i know and i kind of keep up with politics a little bit like i kind of keep up with that more than i keep up with uh you know basketball sports and stuff okay this president Voldemort, president Voldemort. I don't want to invoke his name because I really don't want him back in 2024. So I'm calling it President Voldemort. I don't want him to come back. But this president, to me, it seems that he has had more leaks about things that he has said and done than any other president. Like people just come out the woodwork telling us what he has said and done that is just crazy. But people still are fascinated by him and just still support him and his campaign for, you know, 2024 and anything he want to do. Like our governor here in Texas is now putting up, you know, so many millions to build the wall because Trump can't do it. Like I, I. Oh, that's the taxpayer. In Texas is paying the foot putting the bill for the for the governor to put the wall up when he ain't even president and you still trying to put this wall up, which the wall ain't gonna stop nothing no way. No. Because truthfully, listen, I mean, and I'm just being real clear. If the government of the United States wants to stop people from coming in the United States, they, they can do it. They can do it. And the whole factor of it is, is the simple fact that they allow them to come in for two things. Commerce. Commerce and voting. Plain and simple. That's that's it. That, that that's all it kind of just all it breaks down to. But if it it's just it's like, a lady I know. It's a lady that I know been in this country over twenty years. She just, she just, she's been naturalized. How long is that? So naturalization, I think, is you can do after 14 years. Right? You've been here 14 years, you can go and do your naturalization, right? So she's been naturalized, but even after she became naturalized, she didn't bother to vote. Okay, and then her brother just got naturalized and went out to vote. Can you wait? Well, hold up. So I told you it's a lot of stuff been popping off. You know, I was watching stuff, but then you got Tracy Morgan, you know, the comedian Tracy Morgan. He was on, he was interviewed on what's that name of that, that TV show with, I mean, that radio show with, uh, Charlemagne the God. Uh, uh, Okay, I think it was an old, I think it was an old interview, 
but I was watching it this weekend. And he say he don't vote at all. He's never voted. He say cause, and then he pulled out his little chain under all those chains he wears. And he pulled out, you know, Jesus hanging. And he said, he, cause he down with the father. He ain't down with nothing else but that. So he don't vote. He don't do none of that. Right. So you got all these different factions of people who don't vote for whatever reason. Right. But I'm just saying you can have them come in here to vote, but that don't mean they're going to vote. My question is, the last time I read something up on people who comes in illegally, once they get set up, I think that they don't have to pay taxes for the first five years that they are in the country. Well, that's, I mean, I don't, okay, so I can't, I can't, I can't agree or deny that, like, I don't know, but I don't see where that's different from, okay, let me start over. That, to me, when I hear you say that, that just goes back to your original statement on this particular topic is that the government can stop whatever they want to stop because you got people who are here legally from other countries and who work and live here legally who don't pay taxes because of whatever tariff that the United States has right. with their country. And see, that's what I'm saying, because I'm amazed that, like, the people who live here, uh, and I'm like, don't get me wrong, I'm not anti-anything, depending on the day of the week it is. Well, I'm anti-foolishness and tomfoolery. I... But what I'm saying is... <laughs> I'm just going to put that out there. You know, you you don't give a certain race and ethnic background breaks in taxes, and they was born here. But people who come here get those breaks in taxes. You know how much money you can save if you don't pay taxes for the first five years that you were in this country? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Do you I know mean, how much you can get accomplished? Yeah, I mean, because... It, it's just amazing because, like I say, you can have a whole bunch of things done if if people just deserve breaks and and tax cuts and certain things. Personally, I think you should treat, treat taxes like the plague. And he says to me that he came from Vietnam. He got a loan. His loan was twenty five thousand dollars. Now. I'm going to call it a grant. He called it a loan, but I'm going to call it a grant because he went further to say that he did not have to pay it back. Yeah, that's what it is. It was to get him set up because he was from Vietnam. It was to get him set up where he could live his life, you know, whatever, whatever. And so he, part of this money, he uh, bought a store and opened up a store. And then some of this money, he built his house from the ground up. Now, Remember, this is many years ago, so $25,000 went a long way, okay? And I'm just like, he further went to tell me that there are some of his friends got 
the same amount of money, anywhere from fifteen to you know twenty, twenty-five thousand, and they they did have to pay it back, but they had anywhere from five to fifteen years to pay it back. But his particular loan, grant loan, he didn't have to pay back. So my question is, I don't know. Uh, can you go over to another country and do the same thing? I don't think so. <laughs> like, can I go to? Can I go? Where the Where the Taliban from? Are they from Saudi Saudi Arabia, Pakistan, uh, Iraq, Iran? Okay, so can I go over there? And say I'm from America, and because you uh, blew up the the towers, can I go over there and not get me whatever equates to thirty thousand dollars, and start me a business and give me a house? That would be a negative. But the only reason it would be a negative for you is because you're a woman. Oh. Okay. Well, it, okay. Can I take? Can I? Can I go with a man and we pose as husband and wife? And he, and I tell and he and he do all the talking and we get it. As long as you don't show up with him. As long as I don't show up with him, he might be able to get it. Might. You know, okay. I, I think that I think we need to find that out. Can can. can do are they giving the same thing for us because they came over here and blew up New York? Doubt it. That's a that's a no. Doubt it. Oh, okay. All right. Well, hey y'all, I I think that's the end of the show. There with enough said on that. What you think? What? I think so. I mean, we ain't got we ain't got nothing else to say. We can't do the same thing somewhere else. <laughs> like, they can come over here and do it. But want. you know what though? Listen. This is why we have some of the some of the unrest that we have in this country right now. I think that you know we don't have to be the crazies that went up on the hill on the January sixth. We're gonna have to say goodbye. I don't ever like to say goodbye. I be wanting to keep talking, but you see, I'm a chatty Kathy. I like. To... We'll say goodbye. Bye, y'all. Bye. This is insane rhetoric. You know what it is. All platforms, all social media. Insane rhetoric with a K dot com. And there'll be it. <laughs> All right. Peace. Deuces. We hope you enjoyed listening to this episode for our first Rewind Wednesday. And we look forward to seeing you again and having you listen in on Free Fall Friday. See you soon. And remember to enjoy the ride that is insane rhetoric.